1: Praise the Lord. Thank you, Father. Amen. Good evening, everybody. God bless you. Um, Just say to someone, You're welcome tonight. Um, I'm happy to see you. God bless you. (laughs) Hallelujah. Praise God. Um, Are you ready for the word? Are you sure? Good evening. <laughs> Amen. Oh, Father, we thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Shaparatai Kamaha. Ripala Masuri and Taparial to Pravaha. Pran prantula prasta patali patala paya. Amarota Praza La Parada Shtiprine Vigelo ariasti Tahapata Kalapahata Karyantapahata Oryana Mahantapahata O Krihatapahata Setapahata Thank you Jesus Thank you Jesus
2: Amen li agados pali agada e li critelia gadoso pali artu ta chali agathali agadoso prakathi Thank you, Jesus. Mananoshi, Gedagadosta, Bravatalia, Natalia Gadosta, Eli Pracati, Recata, Veniate, Manita, Marcus, Mutata, Vita, Gadosha, <asthma> yes, Thank, oh the Thank you authority has come for to feed you. My authority is upon you. My authority is upon you for to feed my flock. My authority is upon you for to feed my flock. I have provided a table for to feed my flock. I have provided a table. The authority for to feed my flock is here. The authority, the authority of the throne for to feed my flock is here. For it is the matter of the throne. For it has been coming in part and in part, but yet now you will begin to seal in full. You begin to see in full. You begin mm. to see the times and the times mm. of the end. For I am bringing you into my own times. Mm. I am bringing you into the realms of lightnings and thunderings. For it is my own time. It is my own time. My authority is yet. My you. even yeah. eye, the quickening spirit. I am yet for to quicken out. Thank I you. am yet to quicken out. Thank my authority you. is in the house. Thank you,
1: Father. We thank you. Amen. Bless your name, Jesus. Amen. Okay, let's open our Bibles to Revelation. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Revelation chapter 7. Are there, say amen. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. We're starting a a little late today, but it's okay. Is that okay? okay. Amen. (laughs) All right, we have to be sure, careful with um, direction to pick the right direction for what the Lord wants to say to us. Praise God. Can we thank, uh, appreciate Brother Benji? (laughs) God bless you. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Okay, Revelation chapter 7. Verse 1, it says, And after, after these things, I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor on any tree, and I saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the word of the living God, and he cried with a loud voice to the four angels to whom it was given to hurt the earth, and what the sea, saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea, nor the trees till we have sealed the word, the servants of God in their foreheads. Praise God. And I heard the number of them which were sealed and they were sealed and hundred and forty and four thousand of all the tribes of the children of Israel. Of the tribe of Judah, we sealed twelve thousand. Reuben, twelve thousand. Gad, twelve thousand. Asher, twelve thousand. Naphtali, twelve thousand. Manasseh, twelve thousand. Simeon, twelve thousand. Levi, twelve thousand. Issachar, twelve thousand. Zebulun, twelve thousand. Joseph, twelve thousand. And Benjamin, twelve thousand. Praise God. And this I beheld, and lo, a great multitude, praise God. So after this, so after the sealing of the 144,000 who are the servants of God, right? And after they were sealed, it says, I beheld, and lo, a great multitude which no man could number of all nations and kindreds And people and tongues stood before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes and palms in their hands, praise the Lord, and cried with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to our God, which sitteth upon the throne and unto the Lamb. And all the angels stood round about the throne and about the elders and the four beasts and fell. Before the throne on their faces and worship God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be unto our God forever and ever. Amen. And one of the elders answered, saying unto me, What are these which are arrayed in white robes and whence came they? So these are. Those multitude, am I correct? In chapter 9. Sorry, in verse 9. In verse 9 it says, They were clothed with white robes and palms in their hands. And in verse 13, One of the elders answered, saying unto me, What are these which are arrayed in white robes? And whence came they? And I said unto him, Sir, thou knowest, and he said unto me, These are they which came out of great tribulation, and have washed their robes, and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. And therefore are they before the throne of God, and serve him day and night in his temple. And then he that sitteth on the throne shall dwell among them, he shall they shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more. Neither shall the sun lighten them, nor any heat. For the Lamb which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them, and shall then what? lead them unto what? living fountains of waters. And God shall wipe away all tears from where shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. Praise God. Verse 17 again, it says, the lamb which is in the midst of the throne, he shall feed them and shall then lead them unto what? Living fountains of waters and God shall wipe away all what tears from their eyes. Praise the Lord. Amen. So this I was showing two sets of people the first set in from the beginning from verse 1 down which were then sealed praise God they were sealed up till verse 8 and then from verse 9 he then beheld another set of people right these are two different sets of people praise God the first set of people were who they call the servants of God, and the servants of God were candidates to receive the seal of the living God. Amen. Now you now see another set of people who they call them great multitude, which no man could number. Now these are you see difference in characteristics between those who are sealed and those who are. This other set of people who you begin to see from verse 9. That those who are sealed, they could number them. Right? They spoke about their number. From each of the tribe, they picked 12,000. 12,000 from each tribe. Then after that, you now saw another number, another multitude of people which no one could number. Praise the Lord. Now, these people who no one could number what of If you could really summarise, I don't know, is it possible to summarise what we taught on Saturday? Um, because I feel that's a little bit of, of background for, for what we're going to do today. Is Can anybody quickly do a summary of Saturday's teaching? Anybody? Praise God. Mm-hmm. Nobody. You guys never answer when I ask any for <laughs> a summary. I'm waiting for the day that someone will just jump up (laughs) and just say, I will summarise. (laughs) 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 Oh Wesley, thank you. Thank you. So you don't need to do too long summary. I want to just pick the main point from that teaching, yes.
3: Okay, <laughs> you can try. Um, um, we, we started from Revolutions. Yes, sir. And um, we, I believe you were, you were majored on the name. Of, okay. first of all, you started with the seal of the living God. Okay. And then um, you started to break down how there are different seals. Okay. And um, those different seals entail names, mm. or you, you likened the seal to be the fullness of names. Mm. And you said how um, the names are allocations of um, the three persons, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And um, you began to explain how, when one gives their life to Christ, Mm. um, you start getting name by name. You start with, obviously, the name of the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. You gave so many explanations around that. And then you you went, after somebody takes um, Partakes of the name of the Holy Ghost, they move into um, the name of the Son, mm. um, and uh, I believe where you referenced was um, um, the 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 Great Commission as you know, as the okay the, go ye baptizing them in the name of the Father, the name of the Son, and the name of the Holy Ghost, and that's what man is made to get. So when you get the name of the Holy Ghost, you get the name of the Son, um, and then you get the name of the Father. Okay, and um, just just to quickly summarize everything. Um, you were talking about how if they are all seals, then they are all mysteries. And then you went to Colossians and you showed how yes. Paul said that um, that their hearts might be comforted, being knit together in love, and uh, that they should come to the full assurance of understanding um, and the acknowledgement of the mystery of God, mm-hmm. the Father, and of Christ. And mm-hmm. you, you, ref- you said that they didn't see the um, mystery of the Holy Ghost because um, he's really not mysterious, that he was made for man. Mm-hmm. And uh, how how um, he's the most manifest part of the Godhead, um, but when you're coming to the mystery of Christ, the Father and God, um, that you need it's almost that's where you ended towards in the in the teaching on Saturday. Okay. How it um, it has to be by revelation, it has to be by pattern, um, it has to it has to be it has the Holy Spirit of truth is the one that has to take of what is. He says he would take of what is mine mm. and he would give it unto you. Mm. So that's that other part. Mm. Um, when is the mystery of Christ, which is where you get the name of the Son, and then the mystery of fa- um, Father and God, yes. like the, the, the name of the Father. And mm. um, that's which that, those are the ones that you actually have to get by revelation or by the help of the spirit of truth. Mm. Um, so I don't know if I touched what you want to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> come, come, come,
0: come. <laughs>
1: Praise God. Okay, there was a place we resolved it to. There's a way the message resolved to. Um, Does anybody know what I'm trying to get at? Did you pick it? Uh, who? Any? Okay. Thank you so much. That was wonderful. You, you, you were able to give us the structure of the message. Um, but there's, I want to get the end of the the thought. Yeah.
4: I would try like what's okay. the, I can just add. Yeah, I can just
1: um, add on to what he built. you know. Yeah. You don't have to build because of <laughs> time. Because of time.
0: <laughs> because, because of time. Yeah, so, okay.
4: So, um, the conversation you, were, you helped us see by the help of God yes, was sir. on the topic of names. Yes. And you said even the Jews, when they don't separate nature or the way from the name. Okay. So name is the um what you explained, what I got was a cook bottle. Yes, sir. When you seal once you seal a quantity, this is two liters, it's the name for that. You can't put that name so the the framing of a thing is or I can say the miss the mm. you you said the name is not just a name, so mm-hmm. it's everything that collates into making it that name mm-hmm. that make. so ways or um or nature from from what you've been teaching recently that the only essence of the Holy Spirit is to be okay. workings that commit in a name. Okay. Which yes. is a seal. So the name like, um it's a name that makes the mm. um, um the seals. Mm-hmm. So we seal a a, a full pig milk because it's full. Okay. So it's like mm. that is the identity of the pig milk. I'm sorry now, please forgive me but you wouldn't seal it if it was containing, it wouldn't make, th- the integrity of the name is mm. in the quantity and the quality of what it is. What's in it, So yes. What you were passing to us is that you can't separate name from nature. Mm. So the heavens, like someone said, say, lift up your head. They said, who are you? You say, who is he? Mm. So the name, I feel like I'm saying the same thing. Okay. <laughs> I feel the more of the emphasis was that that name Christ is also, you know brought it back home to the two mysteries, which, yes. are, which is Christ and it's the only ghost that can bring those things, new things mm. into us to enter those names and that is what the Father, the Father doesn't, you said the Father doesn't, even from Wednesday, say God doesn't know many people, it's just the, it's the God of the living. Yes, okay. So, so the living Father, Mm-hmm. You know, we, when you uh, said God stepped down to show His workings mm-hmm. to, so, to certain people, that segregate them from new creatures mm-hmm. You can be a new creature, but there's the living creatures. So the I, 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 I'm not. I don't think it's more again. So name is the okay. <laughs> seen, is the of of the con, of the conversation, or is the end yes. of the matter baptizing them in the names. So yes. I feel I don't know if that's what you're. Okay.
1: Praise about. God. Thank you so much. And he's a sorry okay uh-huh. yes and he's a preacher so once he starts talking you, <laughs> <laughs> you. cannot tell a preacher to come and summarize something that's not their, their grace is not to summarize <laughs> their grace is to open it let others go and summarize yeah, God
3: bless you yeah, yeah. As was talking I just okay edited the place of songs. All right, and how those Revelation seven, the people, the servants of God, yes. showed that in Revelation chapter fourteen, it says they sang a new song yes. um, that no man knew. Yes, and then you ended in the fact that how, um, what God God wants is that He wants men to bring sounds mm-hmm. that are in rhythm with what He's expecting to hear yes. from us. So, yes. um, so that's. I think that's where you ended. I don't know if I was able to. <laughs> <laughs> you ended, I think Please give
1: sister so. blessing. Thank you so much. You brought us, you brought us into the the neighborhood of what we are, what we are looking for. Praise God.
4: <laughs> I will attempt. Oh, thank um, you. <laughs> uh, just to piggyback on what he was speaking about, um, you were speaking about music and how we have to be led yes. like music because you said that as a son the nature of the son or the name raises a son but the nature of the father raises a father mm. and you said that you cannot get into that realm unless you are like the son mm. and the son was led to the slaughter mm-hmm. so he Um, we have to be like lambs, which is a person that is Mm -hmm. led to the end. Yes. And that the lamb is the servant of God. Yes. So that is what is going to allow us to receive the seal of the Father, (laughs) and that is being led to Mm -hmm. our death.
1: Praise God. Thank you. Thank you. Praise God. Let me bless God for her again. Thank you. Thank you. The Lord helped you too. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks to everybody who, who helped us to um, summarize. Amen. Yeah, so the, the point I wanted us to get to was the, the thing of leading. The purpose of the leading of the Spirit. See, that was, that was the main characteristics of these people. The 144,000. That was what we saw. We they first showed us a glimpse of them in chapter 7. Then in chapter 14 of Revelation, they now began to explain who are these people. They now said that, that these are them which follow the Lamb with us he got. And we saw that the, the point leading of the Spirit, which is the Spirit that's, that's orchestrating that leading process, that is culminating into a place. We saw that it's the ultimate song. Or, which is the song of God, to get souls who can sing the song of God. Right? Well, we saw that leading is the soul moving from a song to a song, from one song to another song. And we saw that at every point, just the soul is singing something. The full arrangement of who the soul is is, is trying to, to raise a song to God. And, and heaven can receive, can hear the song, and they can tell, ah, this music is not really fully. It's not fully making sense. Some work, more work needs to be done. Praise the Lord. So we said that no man can't, could know that song except the hundred and forty and four thousand. Amen. So you see, it's very clear that the, the difference, one of the main difference between those people in this chapter seven of Revelation, which we are, are seeing, praise God, um, I, I see some people are joining us for the first time. Please, I just want to welcome you. Um, <laughs> we are, we are, are you happy to, to have them with us? Yeah. So <laughs> My sisters, God bless you. Amen. Thank you. It's a joy to have you fellowship with us um, today. Uh, so please, just open your heart. We've been, we are building on thoughts that we've been we've been building on thoughts for a long time and so we are we are building from a certain place so um, but you if you can't follow everything you know the blessing is in this is spiritual but yeah. if you, your heart your heart can follow it and your heart can pick the blessing that God has for you today praise God um, so the difference in this chapter 7 is painting about he's painting two different sets of people uh, there's a, a division between Two different sets of people. The the first people who they call the servants of God are people who have been led. Then the remaining set of people who they call multitudes are those who have not yet been led. Do you see that? That's the difference between these two sets of people. A people who have been led Now, you don't see leading, explicitly written in chapter 7. It was in chapter 14 that they they explained to us that these people actually, they are are important characteristic. In chapter 14, verse, verse 4, it says, These are they which were not defiled with women, for they are virgins, praise God, and, of course, his virginity is not talking about their body. It's the virginity of their soul, right? Their souls are virgins. And these are they which follow the Lamb, whithersoever what? he goeth. So, they follow the Lamb, whithersoever he goeth. He's talking about the leading. They follow the Lamb, and the Lamb has led them. So, the difference between the, the chapter 7 of Revelation is... Differentiating people who have been led by the Lamb and people who have not been led by the Lamb, they are different. In the realm of the Spirit, they can tell. They can tell a soul. Like, is any soul that has been led by the Lamb of God and has fulfilled leading, which the Lamb is designed to bring to souls. Such a soul comes into a pedigree in the Spirit. And that pedigree, they call such a person a servant of God. So, a servant of God is a soul that has been led by the Lamb. Because who is the Lamb? The lamb, is the, the lamb of God is the perfection in his nature. He's the perfection, he's the demonstrator, he's the instructor of service. The Lamb is the symbol of service, Is the example, that's the best word. The Lamb of God is the example of service. How can a man serve God? How can a soul serve God? The the, the Lamb is the prototype of service in the spirit. Praise God. So it's God's own Lamb. It's called the Lamb of God. The Lamb of God. Jesus is the Lamb of God. So that Lamb is the one who will teach anybody who wants to become a servant of God can never become a servant of God unless they have been taught by the Lamb. The Lamb who is the full fulfilled service, who finished the accurate service of God. Do you see that? So when you, the, the image of the Lamb of God is actually, when you see, if they can open your heart to see the image of the Lamb of God. It should be seen how a man should serve God. Is the standard. The image of the Lamb of God is the standard of how men should serve. Praise God. But it's not easy to see the lamb. It's not easy. It takes a lot of help, a lot of help for the soul to begin to see the Because the lamb is an image in the spirit. It's an image in the spirit that men ought to be raised to see so they can learn how to serve. So souls who have fulfilled leading, who have followed the lamb, whithersoever, that word whithersoever means they have fulfilled all the movement of his feet, they have traced out the path of his feet and they finish all the cause which the the nature of the lamb follows. And with their own soul, they follow the same cause with the lamb. And then when they get to to the the finished service, they are approved as servants. So in chapter 7, verse 1, it's when they were bringing the seal, the seal of the living God. I've explained the meaning of the word living. What's the meaning of living? Living means the word the demonstration of a life. Something is living. means it is demonstrating a life. A living organism. You can say something has life, but it's not the same thing as saying something is living. Do you understand that? If I can bring a cell out of someone's body and say, this cell has life. But it doesn't mean that that cell is living. There's a difference between something has life in it and something. and something. When you look at just raw DNA information, that is life. Like in a gene. You can look at a gene. A gene is life. But you don't just say a gene is living. A gene, it takes more than just having the, the raw principle. So living means, it means the, the laws of a life In motion, in action, being executed, being demonstrated, being lived out. Praise God. So those who have received the seal of the living God, the seal is also a seal of approval. The the word seal also means approval. So it means many things. It means the name, it means the nature, its stature. Praise the Lord. It means fullness, completion. And, And completion means approval. Because there has to be completion for there to be approval. Praise the Lord. So the seal of the living God is a soul who they put the seal of the living God upon is a soul that has has fulfilled all the, that has finished the school which the, the demonstration of God's life brought the soul into. So it's very, very, very clear that the lamb is the demonstrator of the life of God. Right? The lamb is what? Is the demonstrator of who? Of the life of God. Is the, the one who he demonstrates the life perfectly. When the Lamb of God is demonstrating God's life, you can never find error in his demonstration of the life. He is the is the exact. So when you see the book of Hebrews. The way in, where, let's see Hebrews chapter 1. Praise God. In, in Hebrews 1. Let's say amen? amen. In Hebrews chapter 1. It says God who has sundry times and in diverse manners. Speak in time past unto the fathers by the prophets. Had in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he had appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the walls. And verse 3, who being the brightness of his glory, and then the express image of his person, and upholded all things by the word of his power. So you see that thing called brightness of his glory. And then the express image. So re- express image, what does that mean? When I say this is an, he's an express image, an express image means it's not an approximate image. You can have an approximate image. Like someone can try and do a painting of you. Ah, when you see the painting, ah, you like it. Wow, what a nice painting you tried. <laughs> you, you really tried. This is beautiful. You are so skilled. But when you look at that, that painting, the aspect of it that will be talking to you this is not us. Yeah, this, the shape of our ear doesn't really, that's not really exactly how it is. There's something, are you getting what I'm saying? When someone paints an image of you, you can tell that, ah, they tried. When someone looks at it, wow, it really looks like you, but you know that. that is not, there are still things you can detect. That's the difference between, that's why they... That's why just the, the, demonst- the life which the prophets of old demonstrated was good, but it wasn't good enough. It's not good enough. It's like, it's like they're trying to paint, based on the pattern, the life of God, but it's not really good enough. Man cannot come fully into the inheritance of God or the approval of God, except God's life is demonstrated to them by an express image. So, because of that, God had to now switch the the the, the way of speaking. That thank God for the prophet. He spoke unto the fathers by the prophet, but in in these last days, right? Remember, the last days are the days of things which should shortly come to pass. Yes, Do you agree with me? Yes, Amen. Amen. The the book of Revelation. Say Revelation. revelation. The final revelation. The book of Revelation is the book of, is actually the book of the exact revelation. It's the book of the exact, the book of Revelation is higher than the other epistle. It's a super epistle. It's also an epistle in that it's written to the churches, but it's a super epistle. It's a different kind of epistle. Now, it doesn't mean other epistles are not correct in their image. It's just that the The definition of the image. They need to bring a better revelation, a more definite revelation, because those you see those churches in the book of that they wrote to in the book of Revelation, Ephesus, Thyatira, and Philadelphia, Smyrna. All those churches. Now, do you know that those churches were product of epistles? Yeah. Even if you check, when you check the natural timeline when Revelation was written, it was some years after. Paul had done his ministry. Paul had done his ministry. He has also written epistles and he has gone. And the epistles of Paul, epistles of Peter, epistles of James, epistles of Jude, all the letters that those men that they wrote, they, they were available in the churches. So those churches were product of epistles, but they still had things, issues. They had done works to a very high place in the spirit. In fact, they had broken into conversations of God's own kind of works. Say, I know thy works. But he said, but I have fault against thee. I still still find fault. There's still some fault with you. So so as a remedy, God now had to, to bring the revelation. That was, it was actually a higher, God had to here, yeah, somebody called John, who they can, they had, they had to condition him, the separation. A lot of things happened to John, put him in the Isle of Pat- Patmos, praise God, and tune him. They tune his soul to download what? Exactness. So, you see, in the book of Revelation, actually, the book of Revelation is a summary of the Bible. It's actually it's a summary of the Bible, the entire message. Of the bio, of, or the entire message of salvation, the journey of salvation, from where his soul starts from to where his soul should end. That's all you see in the book of Revelation. Do you, are you seeing a sense? So the, 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 the revelation that was given was given for a purpose. It was given for a purpose. Let us see the that's, let's see Revelation chapter one, just very quickly. Praise God.
0: Hallelujah.
1: Now, can someone tell me the reason why you have to read verses you read before again and again and again? What's the reason why? You have to keep reading the same verses. Why? Quickly. Okay, so you can build an image. That's correct. That's correct. That's very true. Praise God. Uh, why we have to keep looking at the same verses, you have to you come again, read them. After a while you go, you come again, read it again. It's because every time you read the scripture, you you read the scripture, the import of the scripture is based on what light you use. So is the, the light for the moment. The light you had yesterday, which is the light which the Holy Spirit, who is the teacher, was using to show it to you yesterday, might not be the exact same light He is presently using today. Do you understand what I mean? So that's why you see, sometimes it's the same scripture. He's painting an image, but it can be painted in different aspects of the image. That's why it's good to, to revisit these things. Praise the Lord. Now, in, in Revelation chapter 1, Said so the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave to him. So it's very clear, it's the revelation actually of, of Jesus Christ, but it's given by God to Jesus Christ. And God gave it to Jesus to show unto who? His servants. Things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant, John who bear record of the word of God and of the testimony of Jesus Christ and all the things that he saw. So, so it's very clear Revelation is a book of service. Yes, mm. Mm. It's, it's written to the book. The book of Revelation will not make any sense to a soul who is not interested in the, in the, in the uh, vocation of serving God. So if a soul is only concerned about what they can receive from God, physical blessing, their life on the earth, how God can do his things in your life, praise God, and give you with natural things, natural resources, houses, cars, possession, and just natural things. You know, such a soul, if that's the end of all your dealings with God, you're not a servant of God. Like by definition, your life does not serve God, right? Your life is useless to God. It's just God does. It's not has no. It has no usefulness when it comes to the agenda, the eternal agenda of God. The, I mean, it's a soul who just receives things. God, so it's like to you, God is like a a wrench, a hammer. Hey, is there a nail there? We need to hit that nail. You take God. God, let's hit this thing. Or you can, go, you can convert him to a screwdriver. Okay, it's an electrical fault right now. How do we solve it? Tomorrow it can be a screwdriver to you. The next day God can be, what else? It can be a spoon. God, we are hungry right now. It's time to eat. You, you, you convert your maker into a spoon. And he's very humble. He will be a spoon to you. He will, he will serve you well. Praise Since when has God been serving us? It's very clear. It's, it's very true. God has been our servant. Don't lie now. It's true. Hasn't God been, has since you were born, hasn't God been serving you? We don't even know anything concerning God. <laughs> till today, he's still serving us. Sometimes we don't, we don't even pray with respect sometimes. sometimes. God, in Jesus' name, I command. I, if God is a no problem, I... <laughs> <laughs> we, we will command God. God will still go. Say, do you want anything else? Gosh. The way a little baby can command their parents. And once your baby is commanding you, you don't have a choice. You, you want peace of mind. You better answer them. <laughs> That's the way we are with God. God just wants peace of mind. If, if, you, if God doesn't answer, you, you are asking him to do something, then it's his own. Why don't you declare 40 days fast and, right? Sometimes it's better for him to quickly answer you, please just, can you leave me alone? Take what you want, thank you. Praise God. But God has been our servant, but that's not the other way around. The creature, we should serve him. He shouldn't serve us. God is not made, it's not there. It's a misorientation. You know devil is bad. That's what you call evil. Evil is what you take something turn it upside down. And let it. Devil's goal is for men to live all their life with the with the the, the intent of their of their being. Being mis, being flipped around. Imagine a man living his entire life without Living oppos in an opposite direction to what he was made to be. So men became users of God instead of God to be using men. We've been have been using God
0: since.
1: Men have used God in different ways. We use God for our everything. We, we, we even use God for our ministry. You see, a man, go my ministry. We use God. And God is meek. God will go, no. He said, no, okay. You say, God, we are going to India now. God will say, okay, no problem. We are going to go. Uh, are you getting what I'm saying? But that's, the, that's, not, that's not how it's supposed to be. Men should serve God. God should not be serving men. So... Thank you, Jesus. Oh, our Lord, we thank you. Thank
2: you, Lord. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Wait. Wait for I have come to open your eyes to the order of service I have come to open your eyes to the order of service I have even come to open your eyes to the order of worship I have come to open to the order of worship for I made men for to give me pleasure for even the creatures, even the heavenly beings are showing you how to worship. They are showing you how to worship this is everything is put in place for to show you worship I have come and I am come to show you the order of service I have come to show you the order of service for nothing of me can serve me if it has not received anything from me for worship comes from me and it is that which I have formed and have raised in you that can worship that can worship that can serve me I am showing you the order of worship I am showing you the order of of service, I am come to show you, to show yes. you, and to restore the order of yes. worship. I have come to show you service. Yes. I am come to show you service. I am come to show you service. Yes. For you see, even I, my life, my life is eating, yes. it is eating, it is highly eating. And many try to find the way and they miss yes. it. For my life is eating. It is those that stay under that find my way, it is yes. those that stay under that can find me. The order of service is the order of staying under. It is the order of staying under. It is the order of staying under. It is the order of of seeking, not your own, but seeking my will, seeking my pleasure. For my pleasure is that which I put in you for to respond back to me. I have come to show you service. I have come to restore service. I am even working in you for to serve accordingly. For your sight determines your worship. Your sight determines into your service, and I am come to give you sight for mm. to restore service like I have ordained it.
0: Thank you,
1: thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, you can see that there cannot be service of God without revelation. Yes,
3: sir.
1: Revelation. So, the purpose of the book of Revelation. Was to, was to bring healing to the order of service, to bring about definition and clarity, the order of how creatures, how men ought to serve God. Amen. So, revelation is actually a property of servants. So, you find that anybody who is not interested in serving God will not be interested in revelation. There will just be no appetite. There, will be, there won't be any interest in revelation. They can have interest in revelation knowledge as long as it's a revelation concerning something about their life which they have deemed important. So you know it's not every revelation of things from the Bible or even given by the Holy Spirit that is a revelation of God. And of his person, his nature, his plans, his purposes, his, own, his intents, his will. Do you see that? So, what the revelation of Jesus Christ is talking about, the revelation which God gave to him to show unto his servants. So, there's what you call the revelation for servants. Yes, the revelation of service. The revelation of how to serve God. This is not a common revelation. Not everybody on the earth has this revelation very clearly. Why? Because not everybody, most people are not interested in what you call the service of God. There are many reasons why souls are not interested in the service of God. Many, 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 many reasons. Number one, when men are serving God, when someone is serving God, it's such a hidden thing that men around you cannot see it. It's so hidden that there's not, this world doesn't know it doesn't look for it, doesn't even appreciate it, doesn't validate it. In other words, it's so hidden that that it's easy for someone to ignore it throughout their whole existence. Why? Because it does not pertain to like Jesus was saying to Peter. When Peter was trying to stop him, he was talking about how he needs to go and do the will of his father was talking about how his body would be broken down and how he needs to go and die on the cross and very soon he said that was going to happen. And then Peter said, no, 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 why are you talking like that? He was rebuking Jesus. Come on. Why are you talking about dying, young man like you? Are you even, You're not even up to 35. Why are you talking about that? Not, for, shh, don't. We are Jews. Long life is our portion. That's our inheritance. Peter was, was scolding Jesus. Ah, shh, no, 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 don't talk about that. Why? Now, where did that thing comes? It's not really because he even loves Jesus. It's just that our heart, what we eat is tied to him. We let everything we have, we follow him. Where we stay, everything about our life. So if you go, what's going to happen? Are you seeing the calculation of, of Peter? It's just, it's just that look, don't talk about that thing, man. There's nothing about you. You are not going anywhere. Forget about that. That's... <laughs> Then, then, ah, just say, Peter, Peter, Peter. He said, thou savourest not the things of God. You, you don't support the things of men. What is the meaning of savour? It means his soul doesn't, you have no appetite, you have no smell. Your thought doesn't think about God's things. He couldn't detect, this is a holy conversation, that you should be, actually be happy for me and cheer me on to go and fulfill the will of God. When Jesus was speaking concerning the will of God in his heart, right? During, was that around that John 4 time when they, they went to go and get food and everything? He said, he said, I have a meat that you know not of. There's a meat that I have. When he when calls meat, meat in the New Testament, epistles talking about his will. Meat means will. Right? So he said, I have a meat. There's a meat that I eat. You go, don't worry, you go and buy food, buy your shawarma and all that and eat it. No problem. But you see, me, there's a meat that I eat. It's a meat which you know not of. So I must do the will of him that sent me. They said, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish it. I must finish his will. Do you, are you seeing that? So, But those men knew nothing concerning that will, will, God, God's will, have we finished dealing with our own things? Amen. Amen. How many of you believe that when they were following Jesus for three and a half years, it's because they love God? You think that was why the disciples followed him? Huh? Why were they following him? It's because they know they, they knew that they prophesied about somebody that who is called the Messiah. They've read, they've, read, they've read Isaiah. They've read the Bible. They know who this guy called Messiah is going to be, that this guy is going to be a king. So, so left to them, they were just following the next king of Israel. Now, of course, to follow him, they being able to follow him made them, at least they were better than a lot of people in the sense that. (laughs) What sense? In what sense? It's not because they love God's plan or they love the eternal purpose of God. No. It's just because they had enough faith to believe that. You see, this man here is that Messiah Mm -hmm. that Isaiah spoke about. But when you talk about what that hope, the hope that was registering in them concerning him, is not the hope of salvation and dealing with the sins of humanity, no. That was not their hope. Their hope is that we've we've jammed the guy. You know know it's good to know somebody. See, see, see. See, you you know, see, let me tell you something. You know it's good to know somebody before they blow. (laughs) Am I lying? (laughs) Before
0: what?
1: Before what? So what the, so the soldiers is, ah, this guy is going somewhere to happen. <laughs> <laughs> he's going somewhere to what? Stop. So when he began to talk about this, uh, the Lord would tear down this temple after three days. <laughs> or John chapter 14. <laughs> <laughs> My father's house are many mansions. <laughs> We're not so, I've told you. I go there to prepare a place for you. <laughs> he began to speak things that they were like, What is this guy talking, talking about? And Peter was the most spiritual of all of them. So if Peter, because he, he was the boldest one, that's why. Thank God that they, they didn't write what the others were thinking <laughs> in their hearts. If they knew the, the full plan, they themselves would have kidnapped Jesus. <laughs> when it's time for Judas to come out, they will see him. <laughs> Praise God. So just to tell you that men don't serve all the things of God. It's not easy to find somebody who can be, just be in the, in the closet of his heart, just be doing the will of God. Why? Because it doesn't, there's no fanfare about it. Men don't celebrate it. The will of God does not translate to status Mm. on the earth. It doesn't even translate to status in the church. The Christians who have status are not the ones doing the will of God. You don't agree with me? If you want to cause problem in the church, start talking about the will of God. That's why you begin to get men angry. You now discover that. <laughs> 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 Amen. in some souls, that is that the Lord's prayer, "Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done." I tell you, Look, let us leave it for the Lord. That is His prayer. <laughs> Men have another prayer. <laughs> <laughs> "Thy will be done on earth." Can we just keep that? And when you talk of daily bread, then, hey, but can we talk about more of the daily bread? Praise God. (laughs) So this thing this thing concerning serving God, God.
0: Any
1: soul that wants to serve God, like Jesus Christ was saying it. Amen. Remember that rich young ruler? Who came to Jesus? Right, he came to Jesus with boldness yeah. and said, Lord, say, good master, what, what can I do to inherit eternal life? Because Jesus has been teaching about eternal life, eternal life, eternal life. He he has according to the peak of his profession. At a young age, he has made money, he has done everything. So what else? Let's this eternal life. Let's check this thing out and see. Can we also get this one that like this guy is talking about? So he came to meet Jesus. And said, good master, what can what can I do? And Jesus said, Oh, that's nice. Do this, do this, do that, do that. He named five commandments in the law. Jesus knew where he was going to. He knew where he was going. He going to show, show something. Jesus was touching the man's possession. His real possession, his righteousnesses in the law. In fact, when he was coming to Jesus, he was a boldness. He went to come and show him his own CV. What he was trying to say that you, you are a righteous man, me, I'm also a righteous man. We are both righteous. Maybe if you had given him some time, he would not begin to tell there's other things that Jesus can add to his ministry. See, it's not every time just preaching, 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 all that. You know, after some while, a man who is preaching should have some things around you. You know, have a nice place where you stay. You know, Jesus Christ foxes have said foxes have holes, but the Son of Man has not nowhere to what it means that if you went to where they sleep, you might not like it. He's God. But Jesus said, okay. I, then he said, ah, all these things have I done from my youth since I was little. Now, he said, from my youth. When he says youth, he means, he, he means that he says, it's an old thing. I've mastered the law. I've done that. He just said, okay, well done. <laughs> Correct guy. Now. Say now. Now. Now, let me now tell you the beginning of things you need to do to... to, You say you want to inherit internal life. Okay, this is what you need to do. Now, you see all those things. Sell everything you have. Sell all of them. And then, don't invest them. Don't invest them. Don't give them as... Don't give it as a gift to to Caesar. So Caesar, take this, use and build road. No, don't give it... Don't give it to even a responsible person. Go and give it to people you know that when you give it to them and you come tomorrow, that. In, that <laughs> there are people you, that, who, when you give something to, that's the end. <laughs> they have. Uh, they have, have anointed to what? To make things disappear. Praise <laughs> So don't don't don't, go, don't give it to your family members. So don't invest it. No, no. He said, "Go and give it to the poor." So let it go. Then when you've done that, then come. Then come and follow me. So we cannot be talking about eternal life first until everything that you that you that you have. It means that this that eternal life has nothing to do with anything. All those, any of all those things. Are you getting what I'm saying? He said that a man's life does not consist in the abundance of his possession on the earth. Anything that someone has naturally on the earth has nothing to do with the will of God. Right? Yes. Then after just now began to teach, he said, "Look, it is easier for a camel to enter into the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom. It's easier for a camel to enter into it. Means a kingdom of God. You see, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Kingdom is will, the dominion." Of God, he's talking about the, is it the the kingdom of God is the domain way of His will. Yes. The kingdom means domain of His will, the domain of His will. Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done. Praise God. Amen. So he it says, it's easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the into the will of God. Yes. For a rich man, a man who has things. So riches on the earth is. Yes you have the physical things but anything that makes that is rich makes a soul rich on the earth whatever makes a soul rich so you know riches is not only if riches if riches are just purely physical then it will have no bearing on a man's soul you get but the fact that riches can have bearing on a man's soul means there is not purely that the, the the way this world is structured is that things come to you according to the measure of your soul, which you 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 spend. So you must spend. So for a person to get to a point where they can receive things without spending their soul, see something something must have happened to you. You must have broken into another kingdom. It's not easy. Just a normal person on the earth cannot get anything without spending their soul. It's, a, it's locked. Somebody, it's a, it's someone called the prince of this world, he has locked the systems of this world. They are fashioned and they are airtight. No one can, can break through the cracks. I say, Ah, somehow I just got rich. I didn't, I didn't spend my soul. I just, they were able to do it somehow for me. I just got all these nice things. My soul is still intact. It's not, you don't know what the world. The world is a spiritual organism. It's designed that every soul who will who will get things on the earth must spend their soul to get it. The system of the world is designed that way. There's nothing you can do about it. So if anybody say, "Okay, I want to now be able to live on the earth without spending my soul," you must come into something. You must come into something. You must, come in, you must come into a kind of life that natural things can disobey Satan to obey. Cut. Do you understand what I just said? For you to be able to get things in this world without spending your soul, the, the, there must be a life force in you that can command things created. to the the point where they can disobey the law of the systems of this world and come to you. Like Jesus was an example of that. Jesus, that was was the example. He doesn't go to do business to pay tax. Things will just happen. They say, where's the tax? He didn't say, hey Judas, where's the remaining money out of the one you stole, the rest? (laughs) 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 Or have you stolen it all? Although it's possible, maybe Judas has stolen all the money that day. There was nothing in the purse, but Jesus didn't call Judas. He just said, "Go, go to the fish. You know, Open the mouth of the fish and all." You get? Are you getting what I'm saying? Those are those are signs. Jesus, they did. Jesus did those things on purpose to preach a message. I don't think the purse was empty. He could have just dipped his hand in a purse and given tax, but he went to teach. You know, Jesus was a teacher. He was a teaching with everything, so that for the purpose of scripture, you know, we will read it one day. So he was teaching us that there is a way that kingdom men get their needs met upon the earth. Now, am I saying that kingdom men don't walk? No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying at all. But Jesus was teaching something. Like Jesus feeding the five thousand, just two bread and five loaves of bread, and you saw supernatural operation of things multiplying. Those miracles were very, 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 very significant because after this miracle, Jesus taught with using the miracle when he left, and then they started pursuing him because of bread. <laughs> That was what opened up the door to just to be to teach. Matthew chapter five, Matthew chapter six sorry, John five, John six just was teaching concerning those things. Why are you seeking? Why are you seeking me because of bread that you ate? Are you not ashamed of yourself? You've crossed the river <laughs> all to the side <laughs> to come. <laughs> okay. Labour not for the bread that perisheth, okay. but that which will endure. Everlasting life. That was just so you, you can clear. You can see that this miracle was to open a conversation to, to teach something. To teach mm. something. In Matthew six, Jesus was teaching. Take no thought for your life. What you will eat, what you will wear. What you. So he said, "Your heavenly Father. Now are you seeing, Are you seeing? Are you seeing?" So it's very clear. That the only way that his soul can have their needs met on the earth without them spending their soul. Is that, is that that need didn't come from their thoughts. It came from the their Heavenly Father. Thinking of it. God did not give you the task to think about your food and your bread. If you are doing a job, you shouldn't be working just because of your assive that's what is feeding you. That's not, reason, that's not the reason why you walk. That's not the reason why you walk. There are, there are many reasons why you, you should walk and why you should walk well and diligently. You want to know why you should walk? Go and speak and read in the epistle how Paul was dealing with those who are, who are servants. He said, in fact, he was telling them, if you are a servant, don't even leave your... Don't try and desire to be a master. Enjoy your servitude. And then serve your master like you are serving the Lord. Not because you want the money. It's not because of money. Do you understand the difference? That's not the reason why you, you work. That's not the reason why you are a productive member of society. It's not because that's where, that's where your, your life is sustained from. Don't tie your life to your natural provision. That's the lowest thing you can be. That's the lowest kind of mind you can have as a Christian. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Praise the Lord. So Jesus taught those things, right? He said that don't take take no thought for your life. Let's read it in the book of Matthew, chapter six. I love reading that place a lot. Because Jesus was very clear about it, right? Matthew chapter 6, verse verse 25. Okay, let's read from verse 24 very quickly. Matthew six twenty-four It says, no man can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other. Or else he will... Hold on to the one and then despise what? The other. See, no man can serve. Say it. No man can serve two what? Two masters. So it's very clear that those people who are not servants of God, in chapter 7 is because they still have another master. And God knows. So it mean those churches of revelation, even though they were trying, but they still, there was still a grip of another master that they had. So there was a problem with service. It's not easy to get his soul to be a servant of God. Because you see, the master of the soul, that master of the soul, the way his grip on the soul is very, is masterful. The, the, you know how masterful it is that he tied his soul's service to him, not directly. How many Christians will come and say, "I want to. I'm going to serve Satan today. Satan, I love you." Even those, even those who go to church of Satan and say, "Satan we like you." Where are you, Satan? You know, Satan doesn't really go there a lot. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> They'll be looking for him since <laughs> Satan.
0: We worship you, Satan.
1: You, you, I know you think when you hear church of Satan you think like wow Satan just is there every time they see him raw <laughs> like they commune with him he's <laughs> a lie when you go there they are not Satan that's not where Satan is when, when they are looking for Satan, Satan is running from them those are not the kind of guys that Satan <laughs> <laughs> because those guys Satan are not, these are unstable souls I cannot they are not servants of Satan What kind of nonsense is this? Satan will be asking, what is the meaning of this? (laughs) He doesn't flow like that. Hmm. Signboard, church of Satan. Come on, come on.
0: (laughs) What's the meaning of that? (laughs) You know what?
1: You need to know how much Satan has invested to keep himself hidden. His greatest goal is that the greatest servants of him should not know they are serving him.
0: Yes.
1: So one guy are shouting, shut up Satan. He's not, he's running from them. That's not where the Satan, it's Satanic worship, that's not all those things they call Satanic worshippers. All those guys are doing, you know those cults and everything, ah, devil, you, feeling, you think that's where devil is? When well, you see the way they dress, red and everything, and they put their, even their song, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: then you see some kind of manifestations that look very. The demons that they fellowship with don't have, they don't have level in the spirit. Lowest level, the most. The smallest boys in the kit of darkness that, that don't have self control. They are the ones. <laughs> That the ones with those guys who those, do those fetish things, and you know? all. Say Satan. Who is Satan? Who's Satan? Lucifer. Yes. Son of the morning. I. Crafted. Perfect. Full of wisdom. Perfect in beauty. Yes. That kind of being, you think he's worshipping in church of Satan. No, that's not where he is. That's not where he is. He's not there. His, his genius is that Men should be worshipping him every single day, but have no clue they are worshipping him. Have no idea. They might be lifting up holy hands in church. Lord, we lift up your name. But when you, when you check about the, the machinery of their life, he's doing his will. Their, their appetite. Check their appetite, what they do. What, when you see a man's energy rises up, ah, we're gonna get this thing done. Are you seeing the being that we, Do you think that, you know what, what creature this is? you know who a cherubim is? Just one cherubim. What God put in such a being? He can lock up a, billions of people in one place and doing one thing. They have no clue what he's actually doing. He's a, he's a covering. In Isaiah chapter 25, they called him the covering cast over all nations. When he first said, how are they falling from heaven? Oh, Lucifer, son of the morning. You who weaken the nations. You know the nations that he has weakened? The strongest nations on the earth, they are, they are the most weakened. He knows how to do that kind of job. Weakness, corruption, corrupt a thing, but the thing will be pumped. When it comes to the things of the earth, we pump and nice and clean and all of that. But it is destroyed. That's Satan. That's Lucifer for you. See, the devil is not a, a, a roadside mechanic. <laughs> he's a he's the devil. devil. Devil means the doer of evil. He knows how to do evil. Evil is... When, when an evil has been done... The sign is an evil, is that you, you can't detect it. It's, it's not easy to see an evil when an evil has been done. You just, you will know, it's there, it's working, but it's in control of everything. But you don't know. You don't know. That is the reason why it's not easy to save his soul. You wonder. You say, Straight is the gate, narrow is the way that leads to life. And there are few that go thereby. But they say, Broad is the way that leads to destruction. You don't wonder. Oh, so Why are they going to destruction? Do they know they are being being destroyed? No. 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 There's a way that semen right unto a man. That's one of the most scary scriptures to me in the Bible. It's not that the man is just a rebellious being who just wants to do his own thing. See, it's actually an evil. You see, it seemed right unto him. Hey! Kamata o shihamata. The Lord will deliver us from things that seem right to us. Say about the end thereof. So it's not even that the beginning. <laughs> Maybe around the beginning area, they say, Ah, oh, this is destruction, let's go away. No, no. They say the end thereof. So there are souls who want it. They get to the end. They realize, hey, whoa, why am I? I'm. So this way, this is where this way has been leading to all the time. It cement right unto him. And that's why they will not say you should trust in the Lord with all your heart. And they will beg you, lean not on your own. Say your own. Your own. Your own. Are you seeing the, the problem? The problem is that he cement right unto a man. So to save his soul from that way, he must no longer be a man. Just an ordinary man. It means that, the, is that you know, the, the human, the impulses of, the, of humanity, the, the way humanity judges and calculates things is, is erroneous. Something is wrong with it. Man is falling. Man is falling. Don't trust on a falling thing. Don't depend on a falling thing. Don't have confidence on something that is falling. Say, falling. falling. The old man is a fallen nature. The natural man is falling. He's, falling. he's falling. He's falling. He's falling. In all his wisdom, he's falling. When he, when he says, Ah, this is the pride right now. This is important. That's important. That one is not important. Don't trust it. He is seen with a falling eyes. He doesn't have the ability to know what is important and what's not important. That mind, you must trust. That's why the Bible speaks about the mind of Christ. Paul was talking about the mind of Christ. Let this mind be which was also in Christ Jesus. A different mind. Praise the Lord. Are you getting what I'm trying to say to you? Shepara Hatusia Master Masta! Thank you. Master, 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 Thank you. Amen. 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 Praise God. Let's just hear. Um, praise God.
2: Apera Catalia, Massi, Talia Gasata, Baiada, Bashita, Gadeva, Naboshi, Pranagati, Mevatalia Gadosta, and Li Catalia, Bazanta, Baiados, Chicalia, Daba, Vatalia Gadosta, and Li Prategenasi, Vantelli, Gadanos, so Palia, Gadavena, Telioso, Prentelli, Gadosta, and Libre Gadiv, Regadiv, Renti, Nottalia, Catine, and Nenos, Cali, and Natata, and nakati, nakati, teni, 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 Oh, for the enemy! The enemy has spotted ways. He has spotted his ways. He has spotted his thoughts and his ways to men. He And men have inherited them. Yeah, men have inherited them. But I want you to know my own ways. I want you to know my ways and my judgment. For I want to bring men up who have my thoughts. Who have my judgments who think like I think who walk like I walk, and that is why I chasten men. Mm. That is why I chasten men. For things around you may not go like they should go, but it is me working in you, mm. it is me working in you, it is me working around you and working for you. Thank for you. this is my way, this Thank is you, the Jesus. mastermind of my salvation. You, for things may not work like they ought, it is Thank because you. I am working, yes. it is become. I am working for if they work if they work like you ought then you should be careful for I may be far from you begin to enjoy chastening begin to enjoy chastening I say you should begin to enjoy chastening for the chastening of this moment cannot comprehend the glorious joy awaiting you for the beauty in me is that I am given to you, for you must pass through fire that you may come out pure. You may come out mm. pure. You may come out pure, mm. for you will pass through fire. Mm. For I have come to shake the shakeable things mm. and install the unshakable mm. things, the things, ah, ah. Shaken, yes. the things that cannot be shaken. The things that cannot be shaken endure chastening, yes. glory, and joy, and boast Thank in you. chastening. For in chastening you are being made Thank and Jesus. you are being glorified. Oh, says thank,
1: the you. Of you. thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Um, we underestimate the, the extent of the grip that the, that the enemy has on the soul of a natural person. We underestimate it. That's why we feel like just going to church on Sunday and coming back home has dealt with anything that the devil is doing. his, His genius, if I can use that word, is to tie the destruction of his soul. To his definition of life, Mm -hmm. to tie how the soul will perish to how he perceives Mm. life—that's the genius of Satan. Perceives life, that thing that seemed right to him. So it's what seemed right that destroys man. That the end of that thing destroys him. So. If you take a natural man, most of the time what seems you see his his problem, his problem are the things that seem right to him. When he when he examines a matter and he judges with his senses, that fallen sense, the corrupt sense, when he judges it with it, he will arrive at a calculation that has already been pre calculated by a spirit wiser than him. That's the problem with religion because religion is a concoction of men. Religion means, religious, means activity, trying to do things that are spiritual or things that pertain to God or try to please God but with a, with a sense that he did not reveal. When, when a natural man tried to use his sense to produce something to please God, that's the problem. That you are thinking you're thinking below a cherub no matter no matter what any man how bright he is or how pious a man feels. you know what that piousness feeling of holiness everything that a man will do to feel holy a man will do many 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 things just to feel holy then out of that holiness feeling he will now bring out something that's where religion came from you feel that that thing he has done is. Ah, I've hit it. This is it. If men can do this thing, they'll be free from, from problem, from sin. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. Because no matter how you how you like it, how you how pious, all this summation of wisdom, when you check how God made man is here. God made angels. Cherub. There. Satan was one of the highest class of creatures. Full of beauty, perfect in wisdom. Do you, know, do you know what it means for a being to be perfect in wisdom? It means that that when he is, you know the way you think, when you calculate, you have to go back and think again and check, yes, ah, I might have made a mistake. Oh. Yes, How many of you have ever solved mathematics pro- before? <laughs> equation or something, maybe a calculus. Have you ever so- solved a puzzle where you are? It's just it's so sweet. You, know? you just feel like you, x plus y equals this, the first equation, equation two. Bring them together. You solve it. It's just—it's just making the numbers you are getting seem so correct to you. You just solve it. Everything. Ah! This was the sweetest question in this thing. Then what happened? You now go and check the back of the textbook. <laughs> how, how many of you liked back of textbook back in the day? It always it always kills joy, right? And that means you spend time solving that problem. You now see one strange answer from where? What will happen? Sorrow will just fill your heart. Sometimes you have to get up, go to the washroom, gather yourself again, encourage yourself in the Lord and come back. You see, that's the way it is. When, When a man is trying to think and solve a problem that his spirit created, he doesn't think your kind of thinking. He doesn't think the way our brain does, is a spirit. Say spirit. spirit. He calculates in terms of spirit. Yeah. He, he sees strands and motion of the soul, how the soul moves. We don't see that. We don't see with that resolution. Death, sin, is a creation of a spirit. And the spirit, who, who God himself said, perfect, full of beauty, perfect in wisdom. Being, so that perfect in wisdom means that when he is calculating, he doesn't make mistake. Oh, oh. He doesn't leave error when he finishes what he is doing. So you see this thing called the world, this web called the world. What's world, the worldliness? That thing we are trying to pry souls away from. You know, you know worldliness has given pastors problem. You see a worldly soul, there's nothing you can do. It's just worldly. Ah! Pastor can be crying. What can we do to this soul? You don't know who has done that work. (laughs) It's the spirit. Remove everything from the soul. No more eating sweet food. Only eat carrot and bitter leaf. No more dressing nicely. Only dress, wear robe every time. Don't watch TV. Don't do anything. And then just stay inside one room. Inside that room, you will still be worldly. What imaginations things inside of him, the way his soul has been framed. Why? Because he has interacted with the world. The world is the polluter. Peter called it the corruption that is in the world through lust. And it's tied to lust because lust is so, is so native to a, a, the natural soul. You can't remove a, a man's lust from him. The, the, the way to remove, deal with a man's lust is a spiritual thing. A man cannot deal with his own lust by himself. You can't think it out. You can't calculate it. You can't come up with your own program, anti lust program. Don't define. Religious religion don't trying to define a program for you to. You not after the end, you now discover your your loss has gotten to to level two. Why? Because you cannot. A natural man cannot. Handle what a spirit created, a wise spirit. He was able to deceive other angels who are still wiser than us, and make them leave God. That's how. How are you getting what I am saying? Yes, uh-huh. So, the, what he has done is that he has tied perishing, dying, to man's concept of life, how we interpret what life means. Oh, in this life. What is important? What are the important things? Let's, let's rank the priorities of a person in life. Okay, from number one. Number one, priority, God. Right? Number two, priority, what happened? Your wife or your husband. Number three, your, are you seeing that priority now? Is that number one called God? He's not God. He's not God. You know how I know he's not God? Huh? You know why? You know how I know? Because that thought of who God is, it wasn't God who brought it to the man. It's who the man thinks God's priorities are. That's what he... So when you now begin to get... Okay, that's, that's number one called God. Explain more, sir. What's that number one priority? You now begin to hear things like, well, praying every morning... Going to church, um, having less privilege, giving money to people—I used to to know everything called God. It's had nothing to do with the will of God. (laughs) Before Jesus Christ came to die for men's sins, people have been doing those things. Mm -hmm. They were still need for Jesus to come and die for sins. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Am I lying? Do you go to church more than a Jew goes to temple? No. <laughs> <laughs> your, praise God. Your village, your, where you came from, do they serve God there? I mean, your ancestors. <laughs> it means that your very Jew is framed against God. Even the Jews, they, they will have godly heritage. They can trace God in their lineage. For thousands of years, <laughs> but even at that, they still needed the a savior. He wasn't good enough. Do you know what? Do you know the mean of what Jesus Christ said when he was saying? He said, "Except your righteousness exceed the righteousness of a Pharisee, you will not enter the kingdom." No, Jesus Christ said that. Except your righteousness exceeds exceed the righteousness of the Pharisees. Do you know what the righteousness of the Pharisees is? I discovered last time that they, they pay tight of coming. Tiny seed, they can divide into ten and pay tight of it. That's the level of resolution of their righteousness. <laughs> things you don't even think about, they think about them. So what Jesus was pretty much saying there is that, you see that they are approach to righteousness. You can never beat them at that. Forget it. Don't even try. You can't beat a Jew when it comes to righteousness of religion, doing things. Christianity, that's why, they, that's why they can't become Christians. They think we are joking. <laughs> when they look at Christians, what is all this nonsense? You guys are just behaving anyhow and all that. And you are claiming that Jesus is your, God is your father and all. Praise God. So when it comes to righteousness, you know, righteousness of the Lord, that's their thing. So what Jesus was saying when he said, except your righteousness exceeds. It means that, he's talking about you must have another kind you must have a righteousness that came from another place that has nothing to do with what occurs to men in how how to please God. You must actually come for, you must have a righteousness that is a product of a wisdom higher than Satan's own wisdom. That's what we call revealed righteousness. Righteousness. Reveal Any righteousness that is not revealed righteousness can never, can never, never, ever, can never deal with the works of the devil in his soul. Praise God. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Uh Because of time, let's just quickly read this thing. I want us to actually go back up in this Matthew chapter 6 because this was a major teaching of Jesus. So let us... Praise God. Verse 19, Matthew 6, verse 19, it says, says, Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon the earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, And where thieves do not break through, nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Then he began to talk about light. Praise God. The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, the whole body shall be full of light. But if thy eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. And if, therefore, the light that is in thee, be darkness, then how great is that darkness? He's talking now about the, he he spoke about laying treasure, where men lay their treasures. Now, when you think of laying, what does it mean of laying treasure? Laying, ah, someone has laid treasure somewhere. You think of just somebody who amassed great physical wealth and stored it somewhere that can be part of it, but that's not the main import of Jesus' statement. Mm -hmm. To understand what he was talking about, how men lay treasure, is verse 21 that explains it. So, don't think of just gold and silver and cash and money and houses and and that. When Jesus is saying treasure, his sense of treasure is deeper than that. He knows that, what a man; what those things that are manifesting as money, house, all those things. He knows that those things really there's a link that those things have to what to within the man, to his own soul. If those things didn't have link to his soul, they won't be they won't be a problem. So, the process of laying treasure. Say laying treasure. The process of laying treasure is the process whereby a soul attaches, allows his heart to be attached to something on the head. Anytime a man's heart is attached to something on the head, he has just laid a treasure somewhere. So it means the treasure of men are what their hearts are attached to. Someone can say, no, I don't believe in riches. I give all my money to the poor. I just, whatever, I I just manage. But his treasure might not be riches and money. His treasure might be poverty. You don't think poverty can be a treasure? You don't know? You don't know? Okay. Maybe, maybe this the area we come from is not too common. You know what I mean? That kind of thing is not common in that side. If you go maybe towards the eastern area, you see all those monks. They don't believe in, they don't believe in possessing things. Why? Because possessing things is unrighteous to them righteousness. They believe in only nothing separating yourself just being meditating. I've seen a monk meditating before. That is meditation is to make him far away from things as possible, physical things. See that is that is lifestyle. It is righteousness. That is his treasure. He sees a rich man as filthy. Why, why do you need all these riches? You're filthy, man. Come to connect with your inner being. Yeah. That is, that is, Mamis you know, are different. All kinds of things. All kinds of things. That's his own righteousness. That's it. So his poverty is his treasure. Try and he would rather die than he become rich. Let's say one. Let's say Bill Gates just just says, "Okay, I'm going to my will. I know I'm going to. I won't give my children. I'm going to make my will out to the most devoted monk in the world. The moment that monk seeing that in entering into his account, we get disturbed. Quickly, he has to get rid of it because that thing is tampering with his own righteousness, the right, the, his, right his sense of righteousness of living, of life, is poverty. Do you know what I was saying? Yeah. So, Jesus is teaching. Say, Jesus Jesus is a master. He's a master. This is what he's talking about. He he always arrives at the heart. So, when Jesus says a man has a treasure, even though treasure often manifests as physical things, but really that's not it. Treasure just means where a man's heart is attached to. What thing? Someone's heart. Someone might have houses and money and cars, but... Their heart is more attached to their reputation than the house and money and car. When it comes down to it, they could give those things away for to keep their own name and themselves. That's what, so it means that their treasure is, is that thing. Have you seen that? This thing called treasure is deeper. A lot of souls, their main treasure is their, their, their brightness. When I talk to someone, they should, they should know they have, they've talked to somebody. Wow. Wow. When I talk, you know what I mean? Yes. So they will, they will invest knowledge, knowing things. They want to know about everything. That's their treasure. Someone's treasure can just be knowing things, discovery, in this western world. Someone's treasure can just be a name, ah, as the one. I'm the one who cured cancer, eventually. I was the one. So they will sow their whole life. Yeah. They don't care. Just in researching. They will give all the pleasures of the world which Christians are enjoying. They will leave them alone. <laughs> and they will, I, I get what I'm saying, they will live a more holy life than even Christians, so to speak, holy, unquote. Oh. And they will sow it. just want to cure cancer. That's just a task. Why? Their heart is tied to it. Are you seeing all the different kinds of things heart can be tied to? Yeah. Now, let me tell you another, another one. A man's treasure can be the work he's doing for God. The work he's doing for God. Not God, what he's doing for God. His ministry. God, I want to win all these souls for you. (laughs) You know man's treasure can be? Man's treasure can be his dream that everybody in the world should come to know
0: Jesus.
1: (laughs) We are getting there now. This is is our area. Now, I'm not saying that. I'm not talking about those who open church to collect offering and to enrich themselves. (laughs) That one is low. Yeah. That, one, that one, their treasure is money. That one is low. I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about those who are really in ministry, who feel that ministry, they want to help save souls and all of that. That can be a treasure. Why? It's a righteousness to them. If they feel that if they can do this thing, they for God. Caesar and Ma. This devil we are talking about is not a small boy. When he came to tempt Eve and Adam in in the tree, was he telling them that this tree, when you eat this tree, it will turn you into a killer? Adam, Eve, do you want to be a murderer? I can show you how you can get it done. This tree, you see, can make you into a murderer. There are many things, there are many nice things it can do. It can make you a thief, very bad one. You can (laughs) steal with wisdom. You know how. Got people who can steal and they will catch them. You you will never get caught. <laughs> yeah. What did they see? Did he, did he, what was he preaching to them in the tree? Was it adultery, fornication, all the things that we know as evil? When he said, ah, name all the evil, you name them, all the things you will name. Is that what he saw? If I tell you, hey, name all the evils in the world for me, how many of you will name wisdom first as an evil? You can't even see that. You don't even see that as an evil. But hey, that's what he saw in the tree. That's how you, you need to know who Satan is, man. So Satan would tempt a man with what, a man, what he feels a man can interpret as good. That's what he would tempt a man with. But it, because he knows that not everything a man sees as good. It's what God sees as good. So after he talked to Eve and talked to Eve, then she looked at, ah, the tree was good for food. Good for food. And is able to make one wise. That's what, that's what men see. I see that. That's how Satan, when Satan is tempting a man out of the way of God, he brings a way that will seem right unto him. That's how. So, say treasure. treasure. Uh-huh. When you talk about this area, now you are talking about spirituality. This is where spirituality starts from. Any spirituality that doesn't tamper with the treasure of men's heart is not spirituality. Yeah. You, are just, you are still playing. Just, we're just playing. For a long time, we've just been playing in the body of Christ. We've been playing. We've not touched, we've not touched the matter which they think concerning. Their, what concerns them. Say God who trieth the reins. The heart. He trieth the reins, trieth the heart. Say we are all naked before the eyes of him whom we have to do. That doing is talking about the inward thing. You think, what do you think God checks out? You think God is checking out all the nice things you thought to do for him? God can weigh the soul. He's a discerner of the thought and the intent of the heart. You see, that, you see those areas we think God, no, God, no. God will not think that deep. Hey, hey, hey. Jesus said, except your righteousness will exceed the righteousness of the Pharisees, you will not enter into the kingdom. Maybe to convince you, you need to go and study what the righteousness of the Pharisees is. So you see that deep area of your heart, if you think God is not thinking about that area, the way God is positioned, until you get there, you've not started with him. The Secret of me, say God, who will judge the secret of men's heart by my gospel. That's what Paul said. God is after the secret of men's heart. You know, that secret in the men are keeping keep are hiding that secret one they keep. They come out and they do God's service according to what they want to offer, but they secretly hide their own in their heart, like Cain. Say, Cain, Cain. that was one of the first demonstrations of the tree teaching a man how to sacrifice, but not sacrifice. That's the seed of that tree. Ah. That's Satan. Satan, say. Satan. Ah. Satan. You know how Satan operates. God says, you will die. He said, you will not surely die. <laughs> he didn't come and say, God is a liar, what do you mean what God said? No, you will live. No. It doesn't turn that way. God said, if you eat of this thing, you will die. Satan said, look, you will not surely die. What it means that there's actually a way, there's a nuance, there's something around it. It's actually, it's not that black and white, you know. There's actually a way that you can have a living manifestation through, (laughs) through an evil pathway. That's the kind of talk he talks to men, praise God. Amen. Bargain, say bargain. That was the nature, his nature. He, Ezekiel twenty-eight. Through your merchandise, the multitude of your merchandise and traffic, you have filled your midst with violence. He was merchandising with thoughts, things you shouldn't think about. He was going there. Praise God. So when you look, I'm sure that many of us, if we were around that that sacrifice time, when you see. Cain and Abel bring bringing their sacrifice. By the time you see Cain bringing his own, you say, hey, he has finished it. <laughs> That's the end. This is the end of sacrifice. Cain has finished sacrifice. He has finished it. If Cain can, the way you ah, look at those things that he brought, hey, you know, how God did not say what he brought was bad. Because those are beans of knowledge. Yes, what God is receiving is not just the sacrifice itself. God is checking inside the heart. The Bible says he had respect unto Abel and to his sacrifice. Abel first before the sacrifice. Mm. So before God would look at the sacrifice, mm. he has to look, look at Abel. Yes. means Abel can disqualify Abel's sacrifice. Yes. So, it wasn't really Cain. It wasn't Cain's sacrifice really that was disqualified. It was Cain. When he looked at Cain, hey, Cain, oh, Cain, 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 ah, ah, Cain, Cain, Cain. What was inside Cain? Cain had been fellowshipping with the seed of knowledge of good and evil, thinking, thinking, his heart. Cain had been laying up treasure. Now, you see those, those cities, he, he, when he left God's presence to build cities and everything, you think he just, he just built them then? While Abel was learning God, you know, you know the, the, what they were learning was how to, to call upon God, which is what Seth began to do. That's what, well, Abel was busy learning that attitude of worship. But that was the training that Adam was giving them. Cain was thinking about other things. What was happening? The wisdom of the tree was operating inside of him. Ah, you see, look at this earth, look at earth. What a beautiful place. When you look in one direction, you can't see the end. Look in the other side, you can't see the end. You see a massive space. What is the potential of this place? What can a man build here? Have you seen that thought? That's that's his heart, treasure. He began to lay treasure in his heart. So when he came to sacrifice to God, the sacrifice couldn't go up, why? His heart had been tampered with. His heart had been tapped. He could not offer sacrifice up to God anymore. Are you seeing the depth of this conversation? This is where Christianity happens. Heart, secret. Now a man who who carries this kind of problem on his head and then you are going to work every day, your your boss doesn't know the kind of problem you are carrying in your head. He doesn't know. Your next door neighbor or not doesn't know. Your wife might not know unless you or she also is, is baptized into the world of that problem. Yes, and you both are trying to solve the problem together. What's the problem? Serving God. Yes, it's not a concern of men. Men are not interested in, in serving God. You know who is a servant of God? A man whose only desire is to be approved of God. A soul whose only longing is to be approved of God. They don't mind where they need to go to get their approval. They don't mind the journey of knowledge. They don't mind how many gates need to open in the spirit. Gates of understanding that need to give way for them to accumulate God's knowledge. To know how to please him. That's the journey, the task. If you want to know what is your soul supposed to be used for on this earth, this is it too. This is the use of the soul. This is what When a man is using his soul for this, they say, hey, hey, men have started living on the earth. This is what men were made for. We don't know the life God made man to live. We don't know that life because perversion came, took man another cause. We don't know how men ought to be upon the earth. How men ought to live and to please God. Amen see but you know God is about right now it is something they are doing
0: in heaven.
1: Times are changing time are changing you know the day of just mundane business as usual we are Christians now Yeah, we go you go to church I just came ah I was church today church was awesome we dance we pray prophecy everything church is good Jerry thank God for church but you're not conversations of the heart we don't talk about the heart We don't talk about men's treasures. What their souls are tied to. Those days are over. Those days are over. Those days are coming to to another season. It's another generation God is looking for. He called them the generation of them that, that seek him. Generation of them that seek thy face. Those who have clean hands and a pure heart. According to Psalm 24. The earth is my throne, the earth is my footstool. Sorry, the earth is the Lord and what? This fullness thereof. The world and all that dwell in it. For he has founded it upon the seas, established it upon the flood. And who shall ascend unto the hill of the Lord? And then who will stand in his holy place? He that hath a clean hand. It. Now, what defines clean hand? and a pure heart. He that has not lifted up his soul unto vanity. Wow. Now when they look at the soul, they don't see the appetite for vain things in the soul. The soul has been healed from pursuing vanity. See, man, you, you will not pursue God if you pursue vanity. If you pursue vanity, you, if you pursue vanity, Vanity spoils the vocation. It spoils the vocation of service. When you want to, it's time to serve God. Then you know service is response to demand. You know God, God's person is a demand. It's a demand. God, no man walks with God. God is a demand from his soul. Every step he measures is a demand. Can you measure this step too? Can you put your foot here? Can you go this way? like someone who, who the lamb is leading every step of the lamb is a demand to the followers okay can you still come
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> then he would take another measure another step can you are you still following he's checking he said is a day which follow the lamb with us wherever he go they were redeemed from the earth gifted not their so long to vanity, nor swear deceitfully. What does it mean of swearing deceitfully? Swearing deceitfully means making an agreement which you don't agree to. When your work doesn't match your profession, what you profess to be. When your, your work is not matching your title. Oh, I'm a Christian, like Christ, but they check the soul. It's not like Christ. I'm an Israel, I'm a people of God, but they check the soul. You are not a people. You are sworn deceitfully. It's a deception because of vanity. Praise God. Vanity is, some, is, a, is, a, vanity is an accommodation of the soul that will stop the soul from going the full distance
3: with God
1: they have clean hand pure heart who have not lifted up their soul unto vanity nor sore deceitful these people they will receive blessing from the Lord and they receive righteousness from the God say, say receive, righteousness. receive righteousness from the God of their salvation He said, this is the generation of them it means that anybody who is not fulfilling this thing even if they call themselves seekers of God they are not seekers of God. There's a way they know seekers of God. They can wear a t shirt, God seeker. <laughs> you know, this is the days of brand. You know, brand is, this and Latin, all these things are just overfluid. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not against wearing t shirts at all. <laughs> you know, but, but we are in a time we like branding say branding. Branding. branding we will not go too much into branding and forget our, the actuality of who we are
0: Amen.
1: when you see where seekers are seekers of God there is no fanfare like that that fanfare in that sense is not there because of the seriousness of the profession it's a profession of the heart Men who don't just leave their heart anyhow and do anything. Responsible people who are responsible, who know that this heart, someone died for it. Someone shed his blood for it. It doesn't actually belong to me. There's something I need to do with it and make it and, and use my life on the earth to invest into the... Because this heart, someone needs to use it eternally. This is the heart of service. Something which God purchased. It doesn't belong to me. I need to take care of it. Praise God. Can we quickly read Ah, Matthew chapter 6? Amen. So it says, for where your treasure is, that there will what? Your heart. There will your heart be also. Hmm? So if you want to check if you have treasures, check where your heart is. Verse 22, now the light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, the whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be what? full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness. He's now talking about light now. You can't talk about the heart without light. Right, Because you can't talk about man, de- de- men dealing with their treasure without talking about how they see. It's because it's how men see, that's how they evaluate things. That's how they, they live. They live based on their sight. So you have to talk concerning what is their sight and what determines how men see is what kind of eye they have. There's something called the evil eye. The evil eye is the creation of, say, of the devil. The evil eye is the eye that he gave to men. It's the eye that the tree of the knowledge of good and evil rots in man. It's a new way of seeing. You know where the evil eye came from? When he saw the manifestation of eyes, when they ate the fruit, "Oh, we are naked, evil eye." I mean they began, Why well, we did not see nakedness before. They began to see it with another eye. Something happened. The tree tampered with their eyes. What is nakedness? Hey. Hmm? See eyes. So it's very clear that the eye, that the reason why Satan installed a different eye in them is so that he can have a way, so that darkness can have a way of entrance to the soul. I want to... Satan was like, Satan wanted to store darkness in men. He has to do it by changing their eyes. Change their eye. Change their eye. The way they see. Praise God. You saw the, the way the eye began to see. He became conscious of his nakedness. What's that nakedness? The feeling to clothe oneself is a feeling to appease the demand of righteousness inside. Your own right, righteousness, we now be telling you, we are naked, cover this side now. Cover the other side, can you cover this side? That is one's own righteousness, talking. Then when God came, and was walking in the garden. He said, I heard thy voice and I hid myself. I was naked. So it means that the reason for the evil eye is to make man run away from what? From walking with God. Tune man is to make, give man a preoccupation of covering his nakedness. Covering himself and ignoring what? The call. The ignoring the voice of God. If the eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If the light that is in thee is darkness, then how great is that darkness? So you must talk about light before you talk about the next thing. The next thing is now the, the masters that are appealing to a man. Right? So immediately... Adam's eye and Eve's eye were opened wrongly. Meaning they they got an evil eye. That day, they inherited another master.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Your master is whose eye you are using. The master of the soul is, the eye that soul, that soul is using, who gave it to them? That's how you know their master. <laughs> so as long as the soul is still has the devil's eyes what is an eye, way of seeing way of thinking so the way, the way that seem seem it right to a man why does a way that will lead to destruction seem right to a man because he got an eye from somebody who wants to destroy him the person who wants to destroy him gave him another eye to see so as long as man is still using that eye it's a guarantee his body will be full of darkness. In all his exercise, religious exercise, rather he will be filling his soul with darkness. You seeing that? So no man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and what Mammon. So Mammon is like the spirit of a currency. Mammon is like money. Money just means purchasing power. How you get, to, how do you lay treasures is with mammon. What you use to lay treasures, praise the Lord, is with what? Mammon. Praise God. So you cannot serve God and what? And mammon, you can't have two masters. You will serve one and then you will hate the other. The verse 25, therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life. What you shall eat or what you shall drink nor yet for your body. Why, what you shall put on is not the life more than meat and the body than raiment. So you see, what you will eat, what you will drink, these are the things that mammon promises. Mammon is promise. I'm here. I will satisfy your need. What you will eat, what you will drink, what you will wear. Mammon is, you see, mammon is talking about money, but Mom money is referring to the, the spirit behind money. Mm-hmm. The spirit behind money is the attitude of a man's heart to possess currency. What is currency? Currency. That which, is, which makes you current. Mm-hmm. Currency. Sure. That which will always work. Mm-hmm. Currency is what, what the world will not deny. What the world, the world is bound to release its goods to you when you have currency. So in the physical, it manifests as physical notes and all that. But it's what you call currency in the spirit. It's something that a soul sure can have, currency. Currency. So it's very clear that currency, 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 currency is lost is of a man inside of the heart. That's the spirit of Mammon. It's a promise. As long as you have me, you, you have a problem of what you will eat, what you will hear, all of those things. But they are saying, take no thought from your heart. So don't let your soul, your soul own that thing. Behold, the fowls of the air, for the sow not, neither do they reap nor gather into baths, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are you not much better than they? Ye of little faith. Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of all these things. But you seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be what added unto you. Therefore take no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is what the evil thereof. Praise God. <coughs> um, so it means that there, there, is a, there are things that you should allow your heavenly father to think of. And you should not think of them. If you are thinking of them, that taking say take. You're saying, ah, you mean I should don't think about whether I can pay my rent next month. Ah no, don't think. Just stay where you are. You're reading Bible in your room. Your landlord will send you an email. I just got a check on my account. I don't know where it came from. I say, your heavenly Father has thought of those things and has brought them. It's not. It's not just. It's not saying don't think. It's not not what he's talking about. Something you can process something in your brain, but not take the thought. Don't take the thought. Don't take it. Let that not. It means let that thing not be your thought. Don't take the thought. Because there are other thoughts you should take. The other thing you should say then, think upon these things. Whoa. Things which are pure, yeah. things which have good report. which, if there be anything praiseworthy, anything, then let this mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus. Who though it was in the form of God, touted on robbery to be equal with God. But candle is, are you seeing the thoughts? Are you seeing the thoughts? Praise the Lord. Amen. The Lord will help us. The Lord wants to redefine service. What it means to be a servant of God. You might have said, ah, is, this, is it possible? See, it's possible. Oh. ah." It's when you begin to defy the world. You realize that the world is a liar. You can live without it. You can live a life without not thinking about your needs and your needs being met. Don't, don't let anything convince you that you must carry it as a problem before it is solved. It's a lie. Your soul is not meant to carry what you eat as a problem. You are supposed to be dealing with those things according to as grace comes. Instruction, okay, do this now, do this now, do this now, and your work, okay. You're working not for that. But well, as a sense? Not to meet your need It's your heavenly Father's job to meet your need, but rather seek ye first the kingdom. I see that thing called kingdom is vast too. When you begin to think about kingdom, there are many things to be thought about. When so we say, "I don't have time." What is mighty revelation? Is why, why because you have other things you are thinking about. A soul that cannot calm down, settle down, and learn God. That's what the world does to his soul. It will spoil the soul. A soul cannot have patience to learn the things of God, to search the deep things of God. Why? Because of other things. It's an abuse. It's an abuse. It's an anti-servanthood disposition. A soul that, that is not interested in receiving revelation is not interested in being a servant. What makes servants, servants uh, have taste, appetite for revelation? Because they know they cannot serve their God if they don't know the things that he's concerned about. Those things must be revealed to us. The Lord will help us. Amen. 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 We went to another route I wasn't, I wasn't seeing today, but God will, the Lord will. Maybe some other time we will look at the book of Revelation. Amen. Time is gone. Let's just begin to pray. Let's pray for a short time. Just a minute. And um, just whatever has dropped into your heart, in all that has been said, just let your heart connect with it in prayer. And Allah, open your heart in prayer. Let the Lord drive the seed of His word deep down inside your heart. And it will go deep in your heart, and these things will bear fruit that your soul will begin to bear the fruit of these things. Parikaho panahata, The healing of the eyes. The removal of darkness within. Purification of our soul. To begin to disengage the grip of treasures we have laid on the earth. Things that have an inordinate tie to our soul. Masters of our soul, which the enemy has surrounded us with things that we we pay allegiance to, things that keep us busy, that make us unable to ascend into the heel of the Lord, to stand in his holy place. Begin to pray that help will come, help will come to your heart, help will come to your soul. You will begin to receive grace, 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 grace Grace for service, for servitude, to receive the, the nature of a servant. The attitude of a servant of God. That grace will begin to rest upon your heart. And every unbelief concerning this expectation of God and the ability of him to bring it to pass in your life, the Lord will begin to deal with every unbelief. As they asked Jesus when he was talking about camel and needle's eye and everything, they asked him then, so who will be saved? This is too difficult. Who then can be saved? And Jesus Christ said that With man, it might be impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Begin to pray that the Holy Ghost will begin to minister the possibility of these things. You will begin to minister it to your depths in your the depth of your soul. You will have a quiet assurance, a full assurance that the Lord can bring you even into this glorious, wonderful, and beautiful place. And he can wrought this same thing in you, the same thing which he wrought in his son, Jesus Christ, can also be wrought in your own heart. And if he could be a servant, and if they could also call John a servant, and there are many on the earth who have come into that place of service, that you also can be named among them. It can be so to you as well. The Lord can refer to you as one of his, as his servant. Father, we thank you. Rika Mahatasuriata Parona Pamanama. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Our Father, we bless your holy name tonight. Thank you for helping and for us and for speaking to us. We receive your word. He said we should receive with meekness. The engrafted word, which is able to save our soul. The engrafted word is engrafted because it's not our own word. It's engrafted into our conversation. Engraft these thoughts, oh God. Make them stick. Make them stay. We will hold it. We will profit with them. Thank you, our Father. Let every heart receive the blessing of this ministration. Thank you, our Lord Jesus. Everywhere we have seen impossibility concerning your standard, we will begin to see it as being possible with God. Thank you, Father. We bless your holy name. We give you all the praise. Bless. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.